Hello and welcome to the Camping Crew Podcast with Chris and Aaron. Hi everybody, welcome to episode 189 of the Camping Crew Podcast. I'm Aaron Burchill. And I'm Chris Byrne. As always, it's meant to be a fun podcast. We're just enthusiasts on what we discuss on the podcast and just our own personal views. Although we do look into things that you ask us to look into. If you'd like to support the podcast and if you can afford to, you can buy us a coffee at ko-fi.com forward slash the camping crew. First of all, we've got to start off with good news and thank everybody who came to the meetup a couple of weeks ago in Tree Grove in Kilkenny. Uh, yeah, it was a great weekend. Now we had a good old turnout. Um, we almost filled the campsite, which is great, you know, and we, we have done for the last few years. Yeah, the only the weather, but there's nothing we can do about the weather. But in fairness, um, Saturday cleared up from lunchtime and then we had that that meetup on Saturday, which I thought was just brilliant in the pool room where it was just informal. And there was a lot of questions asked, a lot of questions answered and a lot of good ideas thrown out there. Yeah, I know. Fair play to you. I know you went around uh, Saturday morning to the vans uh, in the miserable weather and we got everyone together in the, the, the games room about two or three o'clock and we just sat there kind of throwing out uh, camping and motorhome questions out for, for the afternoon and great chat like wasn't there it was I, I i thought it was one of the best we've had brilliant meetups but i just loved that bit because there was there was a couple there um listen i'm brutal at names right the only name i can remember apart from mine and yours and my buddy brian that i used to go to school with I'm brutal at names. So there was a couple there and they were in the tag axle hobby parked up the top. And that gentleman had a, a list of questions and it was great to get different feedback and different answers to the same question, different people's views. Yeah, we're going to go through some of the questions that were asked uh, later on in the, the tips section. But I, I know people travelled far and very near to come yeah. and see us as well. Like there was somebody who actually lived across the road from the campsite came to visit us on Friday night, which is fantastic. That was Brian. And he came with the had, children. Uh, someone from Monaghan as well. And Tralee. And Tralee as well. So, yeah. you know, a big thank you to everybody who, who, who travelled from all those places. What One of the things I loved about this meetup was a lot of new people. A lot have been at both the Bano Bay and the Tree Grove ones before, but there was a lot of new faces there, which is great to see. So again, a big thank you. And we are going to touch on some of the questions that came up and some of the topics uh, nearer at the end of the podcast. But again, a big thank you. Yeah, and uh, we must not mustn't forget to say thanks to Dan as well for giving us the opportunity to to host it there at Tree Grove as well. I know it's, it's a, a big commitment for a campsite owner to kind of Hold on to most of the the places exclusively for us too, you know, and I think he was very helpful to everybody uh, on site as well. So we look forward to dealing with you again, Dan. And again, thank you to absolutely everybody who supported us. And we'll touch base on this topic again in a couple of minutes time. Um, what have we got? Right. Listeners, messages and shout outs. I came across this online and it's also on CampsiteReview.com. And I know you can jump in here and answer this, but a few people online and as I say, on CampsiteReview.com are looking for advice on the best winter covers for the camper vans. And they just said, if anybody has any recommendations now, I don't need them because I'm parked indoor. But in saying that, I'm not a lover of them. But you use one. Yeah, I got one there, um, I suppose, not last year, but the end of the year before uh, for the camper. Um, if I'm honest, Aaron, I only put it on twice. And mm. that was because we were camping early in the season, right up to very late. Um, 
it's a hassle to put on and take off. So I only have it for if I know it's going to be parked up for, uh, you know, a, a couple of months or a, a good few weeks to throw on. One uh, advice, you know, is to put it on properly and make sure the van is clean because, like, if there's any kind of dirt and dust, if your uh, canvas is rubbing off your camper van, you know, tend to scratch it. And I know people talk about kind of potential mold buildup, but if you have it clean and dry, when you cover it, it should be okay. A bit of a hassle to put on. I can't remember the, va- the brand, but really you want to look up something that will suit the size of your van. I think I got my one, if I remember, from Charles Camping, and they had a kind of a, a generic Fiamma one. Um, mm. And that's the one I have now. And it fits perfect. Just a few bungees onto it to hold it in place. How low down does it come to your van? Like, does it down to the ground or just, you know, halfway down? Or is it... It comes down to about a foot from the end of the the camper van itself. So say okay. from where the wheels meet at the van, there's a, about a foot kind of left exposed kind of on it, you know. So it, 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 it again, it was a kind of a generic one to suit as many camper vans as possible. Um, so yeah, about a foot, but you, you can get different sizes. My neighbour across the road has a big six berth, a very long, it's it's not a tag axle, but she's she's a big bus. She takes up the length of his drive and he got a cover on his last year. And this cover was nearly four or five hundred euro, but it comes right down and wraps around the wheels. You can literally it comes right down to the ground. But it it's like the side of a truck. It has ratchet straps, but they're only plastic ratchet straps. There's nothing that's going to do damage. But he only got it last year and he swears by it. And I was only talking to him yesterday because I knew this question was coming up. And he's going to do a little bit more camping. He only got the van, so he wants to really camp up to Christmas. So he doesn't think he'll use it. But what he did say to me, it takes him and his son an hour and a half almost to get this cover on. But I've got to be honest, this one literally wraps around the van it's a very good one but it wasn't cheap yeah the one i have it's it, it's still there on charles camping i can see it it's called a, a fiamma cover top it's 139.95 at the moment <clears throat> on their size and the dimensions are eight and a half by five and a half uh, f- 5.2 meters um you know i would say yeah that the, the straps are probably better than the bungees as well mm-hmm. the bungees on mine kept kind of coming with some of the wind so you want something fixed not stretchy I suppose to hold it in place yeah as I said if you're going to be storing and not using it for a few months definitely well worth it but give the van a good clean beforehand as you say because if there's any grit or anything and it shakes in the wind you could do damage to it yeah like you'll find it very frustrating if you're camping every second weekend taking it off and putting it back on you know unless you got a, a lot of time to spare you know if any of you are using vans, uh, covers for your vans or your car vans, let us know. Get in touch. We'll give you the contact details. If you'd recommend them, maybe you're used to and you'd never do it again, please do get in touch and let us know. So, are anything happening on the Charlie Me front this week? No, it's quiet, all quiet this week. Um, I'm waiting for, you know, I didn't have the van at the meetup, which the T3, which was a real kick in the chops because I'm having gearbox problems. And we sorted the gearbox problems during the week and I took the van for a drive and I'm having gearbox problems. But now we have found a piece. So I'm waiting for a piece. It's only available in the UK. So when that comes in, the T3 will be finished and the first video for that will be its inaugural camp. And because we were working on that, we have a lot of family stuff coming on. We haven't gone out to review campsites. I was hoping to get away this weekend, but now we have family coming down again this weekend. So no videos this week on our YouTube channel. Be, via van build or campsite reviews but we will get out for the winter 
I've seen a new few places kind of pop up here and there mentioned in different Facebook groups and on um, Instagram places like that. So, yeah, definitely uh, some new ones and uh, for you to, to visit. I see one kind of up Port Tomnaway or somewhere recently as well. Yes, I saw that one. I think the last one we did was the Limerick Air, Jason yeah. Carmody's place, which we spoke about on the last podcast. But no, we will. We'll get out. It's just there was so much happening. And I really want my next video to be the first camp with the tea tree. Now, George is closing for the winter, but he will allow me to come down and stay the night <laughs> because, you know, we've history there with our firsts for everything. So, yeah, everything is quiet on Charlie and me uh, for, for this week, but hopefully we'll have something up in the next couple of weeks and we will let you know. Ah, uh, yeah, looking forward to that. So we'll move on then so to, to the, the camping tip section. And um, I think we'll start with probably what I found was one of the one of the best tips for the weekend uh one of the gang at, at the meetup had a brilliant suggestion for um you know if you were say while camping not on a campsite for a good few days how to handle and manage your full cassette yeah well i would have agreed you, you bring a second cassette we have said this at the meet that we've seen people now i've only ever seen one couple take out their cassette and put in the second one and i'd say to him what's the crack and he said well there's five of us and he says, we do a lot of wild camping. Now, he had, it was actually down in Ardmore. He headed off and emptied said cassette that was full. But he says, oh, no, we would bring that home or to somewhere suitable. But again, excuse my names, it's either Victor or Vincent said that he carries a blue barrel that holds possibly five cassettes worth of waste. And I went, where do you keep it? And he went, in, <laughs> like under the bed in the garage, because his bed is a high bed on, on his camper van. I thought this was the best thing ever that we have ever brought up under tips, hacks, products or gadgets. Yeah, it's worth saying now. It's one of those big plastic drums, if you can picture it. It's got the black screw on lid and I think it has a a metal clasp on it as well. This one is sealed. This one actually, the the blue lid is sealed. Yeah, it's a a fully sealed unit. So there's. There's no odours coming from no, it. It, works. it just secured in the garage and it just works out brilliantly. It's, it's, he it's said he brings it home. Yeah. Plan like, isn't it? And empties it into a septic tank at home. And he's because they do quite a lot of wild camping. And he said, even if I do go on to a campsite to fill up our grey, he says, I don't empty it. I'll wait till I go home. And he says, I'd empty my cassette on the campsite, but empty the blue barrel. But I think of all the years I'm camping, if you have the space, which we have had, like with the tag axelheimer, Blue sealed barrel container strapped in, in the boot. Fantastic idea. Yeah, not sure if it's something we can do with our van now because we don't have a garage. So I don't think I'd be left bring a big blue barrel in. Standing Just leave in, it beside in, the cooker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see that going down really well. But no, it, it, it is a super simple idea. And I know a lot of people do van converts and things like that. And they do go off grid for for a while as well and it's it's just brilliant you know well it was one of the best ideas i've had and that's again as i said when we were at the meet i think everybody that was in that room there was about 30 of us were in awe and kind of and some have the facility to do this because i did see again the english couple that were driving the tag axle got talking about this privately again so it's it's fantastic and then another topic that came up which we have covered before in the early days of the podcast and i haven't seen in a while is the borrow box now i've seen a lot of campsites have libraries where take a book 
swap a book. Um, I think the thing we covered last time was if you've got chairs that you don't want anymore or pots or pans, you kind of leave them in the box and people can actually take them. Yeah, uh, that's how it came up. The, so we were, talk, we were talking about books and about the campsites, leaving books and you, you take a book and bring a book. But somebody had suggested, has anybody heard of the iPhone or Android app called BorrowBox? This is provided by all the local libraries or most of the local libraries. So you join your local library. They give you a logon account. You download this app called BorrowBox and you can actually listen to f- free audiobooks or read free ebooks. And my understanding is it might also work with Kindles or some readers as well, but this is access to your own libraries. And now you could, like, it's similar to library. They've only, they only have license to allow each so book many out editions. so many times. Like, yeah. So you might have to reserve a book and check a book back in with a certain amount of time. But look, they've got some great books. I've used them myself now, for mostly for uh, audiobooks, and uh, it's pretty decent, you know. And look, it's all totally and utterly free. So then, that that's an app that you can get for your phone. Yeah. Yeah, and then the other one that I'm talking about is then where people can actually just go into a, a games room and take a physical book or DVDs or whatever. Um, I think when what are we on now? Twenty twenty. I think in twenty twenty four, what I would love to do at our next meetup is a bring and buy, or not necessarily a bring and buy, a bring and swap. Yes, everybody has camping junk, possibly in their camper, but definitely in their garage. So I think one of our meetups, we should definitely say, and listen, if you want to swap anything, bring it along. And then it's up to people if they want to sell. But I think that would be a great thing. Yeah. And look, some your junk might be somebody else's treasure, you know. Yeah. Um, Now, we got a lot of questions about sat navs. And again, I'm going back to the people with the tag axle hobby because they'd such a big van. He wanted to know, look, I'm sick of driving down country roads, even though a lot of the campsites in Ireland are down country roads. But he said, is there a specific sat nav for bigger units? Now, I've heard of ones for camper vans, but two of the guys there drive trucks and they mentioned a truck sat nav, which would be good for bigger rigs. But what c- cynic or something came up in conversation? I think the, the truck one, I think, if I'm not mistaken, is a Garmin. They have a specific physical uh, truck edition. Okay. Um, the Sigic SYGIC, that's a um, that's an iPhone app, and uh, again, you can there's a camper version and a truck version. So you purchase the camper version. I think it, it it's so much a month or so much a year. But again, you could put in the full dimensions, the height, okay. the width, the length of your camper van. It can it'll keep you off those um, those roads. You see the horror stories on Facebook and news. Everywhere. Vans get stuck in villages and stuff, you know. Is there a free version of it or is there only and, and like I'm not iPhone. Is there a, a, an Android version similar, I wonder? Oh, yeah, I think there's an Android and iPhone version. I, I don't believe it's free. No. OK. Um, and for obvious reasons, you know, it's it's for people doing a lot of travel, people with the bigger vans that need to avoid these roads. So, look, you know, these developers put a lot of time and effort yeah. into making these. So it's, I think it's it's only fair to pay for them. You have the free options like uh, Google and Waze and uh, uh, the Google one is going to send you down for the day to day. Yeah, the Google ones. I, I, I That's what I use with an air code, but that's going to send you down the back roads of however there are ones. But um, yeah, and then the two guys were saying that there is a truck one. So I'm assuming the truck one, you probably put your truck measurements into it as well because you have rigids and you have 40 foot. So maybe that would be suitable for a camper if you want a physical sat nav stuck 
on the windscreen. So again, if you've got a sat nav that you swear by, especially if you've got a bigger rig or tow a big caravan, do let us know and we'll give you the contact details. Yeah, we definitely like to share some of those. And uh, one of the topics I wanted to close out kind of this section with was asking people what their essential smart home apps um, for camping is. Like in my case, one that I kind of go to quite a lot is the motorhome locations app and also the Camping Ireland app just to check out campsites and prices and locations if I'm going to places like that. They're kind of my two go-to motorhome specific applications, but I'd love to put together maybe a special for a future podcast of the listeners' favourite essential camping apps. Camping apps. I'm not a big appy person, but I do have the Camping Car app, which is for Europe and um, I put it on two years ago and it's billed as the first European network for stopover sites and airs. And I have actually 80 quids worth of credit on it because what it allows you to do 24-7, if you pull up to some of the airs in France that are barrier related, you just tap your phone and it'll take the 350 or the fiver or the tenner out of this account. But it has near places, near me. You can, oh, it's, it's just a brilliant app. Now we only use it once when we were in France last year and only because I had it, but it's called Camping Hyphen Car Park. And that's an app that I think I got it for four euro and I have it forever. But you put credit on it and it's great for searching for airs or safe places to stop in mainland Europe. Looking through um, Facebook today and I know one of the groups put up a, a picture from Care News of a chap who painted up his camper van <laughs> heading off to the rugby. The video was from September the 15th going back. So I'm sure he's probably home and all at this stage of chap. They were wishing like a David and Tyg all the best for their trip. But um, I'd love to have a chat on the podcast with anyone who has taken their motor home, any listeners who has been at the rugby in their motor home. I'd love to learn how they planned the trip, how the trip went, you know, any tips and tricks for anybody else heading off to France for a specific event, for example, you know, how they managed it. How they dealt with it. Yeah, we would love to hear that. Not as as a holiday trip, because we have spoken about that between Australia and France. But yeah, if it was a concert or the likes of the rugby, which is still ongoing, isn't it? I think we're, we're playing again this weekend. Yeah, a lot of these events are kind of near big cities and mm. particularly the rugby. So like, how do you, did you go and park with a campsite outside, say Paris or Bordeaux or wherever it was on and, you know, head in? Uh, on a train or something, or did you actually drive in and park somewhere in the, you in know, the town? Yeah. What's your kind of approach to, to planning how it went for you? And if you were going to do it again, like, would you change anything? Just I'd like to maybe have a, a chat with somebody about that. Right. If you did it or you know somebody who did do it that would love to have a chat with us, please do get in touch. We'll give you the contact details in a couple of moments. And of course, we do need your input to keep the shows, the podcasts going. Yeah, with the um, winter kicking in now, um, uh, the, the news, as you can notice by today's episode, there isn't a whole lot of news. Lots of just chats and stuff up online and vans for sale. Uh, I've seen a, a, a big pickup in those. But in terms of day-to-day kind of motorhome news, nothing much. Definitely great to see a lot of people are actually still going camping. Mm -hmm. The usual, where's everyone off to this weekend? Messages are up all the time and it's great to see people using their camper vans and caravans and uh, and all of that all year round. 
Yeah, so could you please get in touch? I think what we're going to do is put the podcast monthly until because it's just to keep the content coming for you guys. So I think we'll cut it and we're going to do the podcasts monthly from after this one. So it'll be four or five weeks before the next one comes up. But we do really need your input. So now during the winter months, there's a couple of things you can do. You can think about everywhere you've been and maybe give us a campsite review and you can either send it to us when we give the contact details or go on to campsitereview.com because we take campsite reviews from there. Let us know about your products or if you have any questions, even going back on any of the podcasts, please do get in touch and we will definitely either interview you or get in touch with you. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, and speaking of interviews, if there is somebody in the camping industry that you'd like us to chat with or interview, we'd love your suggestions. You can message us publicly or privately on that if you think it somebody would be interesting to have a chat with for the, the rest of the podcast listeners. We'd love any suggestions there as well. But of course, to do that, you need all of our contact details and Chris has them. Yeah, our webpage is thecampingcrew.ie. Our email address is campingcrewpodcast at gmail.com. On X, we're at the Camping Crew. Um, on Instagram, you'll find us at the Camping Crew Podcast. On Facebook, you can message us on from all the good motorhome and camping groups. Um, you can leave us an audio message as well or email us an audio message as well. Just record on your smartphone and just send it to the email address campingcrewpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget that we do have campsitereview.com, our sister website. There's a forum there. It's free and it always will be. And the YouTube videos, youtube.com forward slash Charlie and me, our camping vlog. That is it. Episode 189. We'll have them now once monthly. So please do listen out and keep a check on where you listen to your podcast. Camping is still going on. A lot of you guys still getting out and about for the winter months. So if you do happen to see myself or Chris on a campsite, please do call over and say hi. From me, Aaron, stay safe. And it's a goodbye from me, Chris. And we hope that you're enjoying the podcast. If you are, please subscribe, share in social media and tell your camping friends all about us. Well, that's it for another podcast from The Camping Crew. Thanks for listening and do join us again very soon. Safe camping. Mm-hmm.